Welcome to the FIRE Podcast, where we discuss everything financial independence, retire early. My name is Justin Ash, and I am the founder of Elevate Solutions, LLC. We provide the best tips, techniques, and strategies to elevate your financial education so that you can create a FIRE lifestyle. Welcome. Enjoy the episode. What's up, tribe? This is the Fire Podcast, episode number three, the best business you can start. My name is Justin. I'm the host. I'm an entrepreneur, a husband, father, traveler, surfer, content creator. I wear many different hats on the daily. Hey, just another voice in the podcast world bringing value to the lives of many. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the episode. I hope you guys are all really blessed beyond measure, living your best life. Seriously, that is the way that life is meant to be lived because, in my opinion, as I've said it before and I'll say it again, lifestyle is the true measure of wealth and happiness. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the episode. So today's episode, the, the best business you can start. So I've been thinking about entrepreneurship. I've been thinking about businesses, different types of businesses. And, you know, at the end of the day, there are many different types of businesses, right? There is business consulting, credit repair, manufacturing widgets, distributing cannabis, hell, whatever. You get the idea, right? And at the end of the day, any and all of these businesses, really, they really do have the potential to be profitable, if they are set up and managed correctly. However, there's one type of business that, in my opinion, has the chance to be the most successful, and that is a business that you are passionate about. Let me repeat, a business that you are passionate about. So the best business you can start is a passion business. The best business you can start is a passion business, right? And I know some of you guys listening may be like, well, yeah, I know, dude, that sounds pretty generic. That sounds even on the lines of, of being corny, but, but hear me out. The best type of business you can start is a passion business, and here's why. What do I mean when I, when I say the word passion, right? Well, the definition of passion an intense desire or uncontrollable enthusiasm for something. Again, the definition of passion, an intense desire or uncontrollable enthusiasm for something, right? So for example, I have an intense desire, me personally, Justin Ash, I have an intense desire to build a financial independence, retire early lifestyle. I have an uncontrollable enthusiasm to repair credit, and build a massive credit portfolio. I have an insatiable thirst for creating location-independent side hustles, including investing in real estate. I love real estate. I love what I do, and I'm very passionate about building a business around what I do. I'm very passionate about helping others achieve a fire lifestyle, and I'm very passionate about creating content day after day to make this happen. To me... This is passion, right? And I built a business around it. So versus, let's go back in time. 
back in the day, some of you guys may not know, uh, but back in the day, uh, I was a CPA. I'm still a CPA. I'm a non-practicing CPA. But back in the day, uh, I was a practicing CPA, and I had built a small tax and accounting practice, right? And there's nothing bad with that. There's nothing bad with the industry. Uh, and there are a lot of benefits to owning a CPA practice, right? I was able to look at all types of different businesses in many different industries. I was able to speak to many different entrepreneurs, business owners directly, one-on-one. I was able to mitigate personal and business tax liability for my clients by a substantial amount. Uh, and of course, the money was good. It wasn't a bad living, right? But at the end of the day, I wasn't passionate about owning a CPA practice. The truth is, in my opinion, again, there's really there's really nothing sexy about a CPA practice, right? Tax and accounting, eh, it's not generally the most thing talked about at a party. Uh, I had to pay licensing fees each year to to keep my my license valid, uh, not only for me personally, but also for my company. There were two different licensing fees involved. I was required to partake in in uh, forty hours of continuing education each year just to keep my license valid, right? Which isn't a bad thing. I love learning. I love learning about different tax law. Well, I love staying current on the tax law so I could better advise my clients. Uh, I love learning about different strategies, different technologies. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was exhausting, right? I didn't look forward to having to go to additional classes. And of course, during the busy tax season, quote unquote, I was often working 12 plus hours a day. That's the norm for that industry. So I had this business, but at, at, the, end of the, at the end of the day, I just, I wasn't being fulfilled. I wasn't passionate about this business. So uh, about four years ago, I sold the practice and I started Elevate Solutions. And, and now that's my focus. It's been my focus and, and, and it still is my focus today. And I'm very passionate about it. And realistically, I'm living the lifestyle that I desire. I live in Sayulita, Mexico with my wife and my son. We live near the beach. I can surf every day. We can go in the jungle, um, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm living in an area in the world uh, that is I love based on my own hobbies and my own tastes. I'm doing the things that I love on a daily basis. So to me, that's passion, right? And, I'm, and so I'm passionate about developing this business. And every day that I wake up, I'm, I'm fulfilled just in knowing that the content that I create, whether it's a podcast, whether it's Instagram posts or Facebook posts or, or some type of message or email, uh, the content that I create, uh, it could be impacting lives, you know, all around the world. Because living a financial independence, retire early lifestyle is, is something a lot of people talk about and a lot, uh, it's what, what a lot of people want, but but they don't, they'll never achieve it, right? They'll talk about it, but they won't take any action towards working towards it. Maybe they don't know how, or maybe they, they just don't want to. I don't know. Uh, but realistically, it's just about taking the action to move forward. So, so now I have this, this I have Elevate Solutions, this, this consulting business today, and I'm passionate about it. And, and most importantly, it's not considered work to me, right? Because I, I thoroughly, I, I enjoy what I do. And I wake up every day looking forward to what I do or what I have to do during that day. So as you move forward to start your passion business, I just wanted to list out a few ideas that you may want to consider. 
Number one, start with a list of passions, from most passionate to least passionate, and, and try to be broad with your ideas in terms of describing the industry that they are related to. Number two, brainstorm your business ideas about how you may be able to monetize these passions. For example, if your passion is writing, you could create a freelance writing company, you could create a newspaper, a magazine, or even develop writing courses, etc. right? There's lots of different ways that you can monetize writing. Number three, pick the top three passions slash business ideas and analyze, analyze your intended market. And remember, when you're looking at the market, remember, just because there are competitors, it doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. Let me repeat, just because there are competitors, it doesn't mean that it's a bad thing, right? Let that sink in. And here's why. It's actually a good thing, right? Competitors is a good thing because you know that there's demand in that market, right? So having competitors in a market's a good thing because you know the demand's already there. So remember that when analyzing your market. Number four, pick the best passion slash business ideas and create a comprehensive business plan around this idea. Now remember, all aspects of a business plan All aspects of a business you are passionate about should align with your comprehensive business plan. It's important to compile a well-thought-out business plan before undertaking in the business because it's quite possible that you could have a passion business, but other areas of your business plan don't line up. And in this case, the best decision you may make in terms of starting this passion business is to not start it at all. And that could be a really good choice. So, so not all passion businesses are going to work out. But if you do find one that does work out, I would say it has the highest chance of being successful. That's why I say stick with a passion business. So in terms of compiling this comprehensive business plan, let's get into the details of drafting this out. But before we get into the details, let's take a quick break. See you on the flip side. Did you know that the average CEO reads 60 books per year? That breaks down to five books per month. I know that may sound like a lot of reading to some people, but when you are engaged in the right type of education, like a financial education, it really can go by fast. I highly recommend reading as a way to open your mind to new ideas to a fire lifestyle. If you haven't checked out my ebook, How to Fire Your Boss, a five-step approach to financial independence, retire early, I highly suggest you check it out. You can find the link in the link tree below. My fire lifestyle began as a digital nomad entrepreneur who traveled and lived abroad in more than 25 different countries all over the world. I am blessed to have this experience. Today, I reside in Sayulita, Mexico with my wife and son. We do what we love every day by design. Lifestyle, in my opinion, is the true measure of happiness and wealth. That is why we created a fire lifestyle. My ebook breaks down exactly how I created this type of lifestyle. The content inside of the book is normally priced at $99, but you can pay what you want. That's right, you can pay $0.00 if you want, with no strings attached. We guarantee you will be amazed at how much value you will get out of this ebook to your fire lifestyle.
What's up, tribe? Welcome back. Now, before the break, we were discussing creating a business plan for our passion business. So the the business plan that I have here that I will set forth is is very comprehensive, right? We don't necessarily have time to go into all of the details of every element of it, but I think it's a good idea that you do once you find your passion and you've analyzed your market and you feel like it would be a good fit. Now, this is where the rubber really meets the road and this is where you're going to figure out, "Hey, this may be a good business to start or hey, it may not be a good business to start." So, when I create a business statement, I break it down into several sections basically. And uh like I said, I'm not going to go into detail uh over every section. It could take a half a day to go through all of this. But like I said, it's fairly comprehensive and it's a good idea that you understand this uh so you know where to focus the resources uh of your business, of your time, of your employees or partner or uh assistants. So the first area that I always look at when defining a business plan is the mission statement, right? This just explains uh you know what the business is all about. Uh what it creates, uh what it creates for the owners and the managers and the employees, what it creates for the customers. Um this is just a kind of a broad definition of what the business does. So here at Elevate Solutions, the business model that we have developed for Elevate Solutions LLC will allow us to create a fire lifestyle so that we can visit friends and family and surf and hang out on the beach and attend sporting events and uh, have time to give back to our communities, right? Also part of the mission statement, you need to define your why. I've talked about your why before. Why do you do the things that you do? This is super important that you define this early on. Uh otherwise you, you know waking up each day it's just, it's going to be super mundane and and you can just get burnt out very easily. So you have a passion business and uh you have defined your why. I've said it before. Our why is to our why is to provide the best tips, techniques and strategies to elevate your financial education so that you can create a fire lifestyle, right? We create the content to help you. We want to help you create a fire lifestyle. And so, uh this model can be achieved through constant innovation, quantification, and orchestration of the business streamlining, business growth, business productivity, and business strategy as an exit strategy. uh those different elements of the mission statement. And the last thing that you will want your mission statement to define is uh, a timeline basically, right? So a timeline for your business per- your business prototype. Uh I like to think of of mine as turnkey. I like to define it as a turnkey prototype before because then then I know what I'm creating, right? If I start with the end in mind and work backwards, it it, be, it just makes the creation process much more simple. So I say this turnkey prototype will complete will be completed uh in 2 years uh from 2023 so around I would say 2025 
We want to be focused solely on living our fire lifestyle and creating content to fulfill our why statement. So that is the mission statement. And uh, I won't get, like I said, I'm not going to dive too deep uh, really into the the thought process about creating uh, all of those elements, but it's definitely something that you do want to put some thought into, right? You want to put this thought into your passion business uh, so you'll have an idea of the direction that you're going, right? Think big picture with that. So the second part of the business plan is the business development section, right? So when I say business development, what I'm thinking of is, or, or what I'm speaking of is our revenue streams, right? What type of business, right? Who's our target market? Um, uh, what type of income are we making? Is it earned income or portfolio income or is it passive income, right? So here at Elevate Solutions, uh, we create a fire lifestyle by creating location independent side hustles. Lish, you've heard it. You've heard me say that before. These are the income streams that we create, right? And there are several. I won't get into all of them, but some of them do include digital products. As you know, I sell ebooks and e-courses. Digital services, I do provide consulting services as well. Uh, manufactured spending, we haven't gone into that yet, but uh, between manufactured spending and authorized users on using uh, credit cards, um, I'm able to create about $3,000 a month, which is enough to live pretty much anywhere in the world. So, uh, and there are many, there's there's 16 different income streams, 16 different location independent side hustles that we have here at Elevate Solutions, and they're all divide, they're all defined in our business development section. Right, the third section of your business uh, your business plan should be the management summary. Right? So, who is involved in the business? Who are the owners? Who are the managers? Who are the leaders? Right? Who are uh uh, who, who is going to be uh, leading the marketing division of your business? Who is going to be leading and directing the operations division of your business? Who is going to be leading and directing the finance division of your business? And you may be thinking like, hold on, I have a small business here. I, I don't need all of that stuff, all of those segments. But like I said, realistically, if you want to build a prototype business, start with the end in mind. And we'll get into that here more in a sec. You'll, you'll, uh, I think you'll, you'll uh, understand more uh, in terms of what I'm speaking to. So the management summary, of course, is who is involved, and then basically how are leaders required to show up, right? Uh, is there a dress code? Is there a certain way uh, that you're going to require your leaders and your managers to speak? Um, you know, how do you want your leadership and your management to? act towards your employees, your vendors, etc. And it's important that uh, within the organizational chart, which we'll get into in a second, uh, but like I said, here at Elevate Solutions, we have 12 different, we have 12 different positions here at Elevate Solutions, right? Now there's only two people that work here. It's me and my wife helps me, right? So, so, but each position has its own responsibilities, and I do the majority of them. My wife does some of them as well, 
Uh, but nonetheless, I'm starting with the end in mind. How do I want my business to look five years from now? Because at some point, uh, is the goal, the goal is to, you know, eventually could be outsourcing 90% of what happens here in the business to, uh, get it to being a 100% turnkey automated type of business. That's the goal. So I use position contracts for all of the different positions that are involved. Uh, within the business, within the the, the management, within uh, the lower level tasks, within the like the high level, like the the founders and and the owners, uh, uh, those are all defined in the management summary. The next section of the business plan is marketing, right? And I won't get too, I won't go far too far into detail here because that requires uh, what I call, like to call a marketing plan, and a mark another. A marketing plan also is a, is another comprehensive plan about, hey, how are we going to be marketing our business? Are we going to have a website? Are we going to have business cards? Are we going to be have an email list? You know, are we going to be uh, using social media and ads to blast our information out there and get, get people to recognize our brand? Are we using word of mouth? Are we going to mixers and networking events? These are all things that need to be considered in your marketing plan and in in building realistically your sales funnels, which, like I said, that's all included when we design our marketing plan. I won't go into detail on that, but just know marketing and designing a marketing plan is part of setting up your business plan. Now, organizational, that's the next section of our business plan. And like I said before, the organizational section will include the organizational chart and your organizational chart will have the different positions as far as a like the hierarchy of positions of how your business operates and each position has its own responsibilities and its own contracts like I mentioned before and uh and then all the positions are then filled by whoever works in the business if it's just you working in your business you're just a one-man show, guess what? You're going to be signing contracts for all of the positions and fulfilling all of the positions. But it's a good idea to have these to have these things defined because you're the one that knows your business, right? And you're you're the one that knows, hey, this takes more time than this. This is more important, higher priority than this. Hey, when I'm doing this, I can't do this. And when I'm doing this, I'm making money. But when I'm doing that, I'm not making money. So these are the things that you want to know. These are the things that you want to separate out from your business because you as a business owner, you want to focus on sales, right? You want to focus on growing the business. Uh, you want to focus on uh, building out uh, management and, and automating the business, right? So these lower level tasks, you'll it, it's a good idea to do them at first, but eventually you want to grow out of them and, and you want to... Uh, you want to delegate that stuff because you want to focus on the bigger ticket items. That's the whole idea of essentially becoming uh, a business owner, right? Working on your business, not working in your business. The next section of the business plan is setting up your pro formas. Your pro formas, when I say pro formas, what I mean is having a cash flow budget, having, having a net worth statement, Having uh, your break-even analysis. These are all super important to have in mind when designing your business. Uh, not only you're going to want to know how much money you're making, right? You're going you're gonna to want to know how much stuff costs. And when you design these things and you budget for these items, 
you have uh, a benchmark to go from when the actual numbers come in, right? Hey, are you on budget? Are you not on budget? Hey, why were sales down this month? Why were why were they up last quarter? Why were they down this month? I don't know. Let's dive into it. And what you'll find is that that's why I said numbers are, are the numbers are super important, right? In any business, that's why I'm always focusing on the numbers. I'm a numbers guy too. Like I said, I used to be a CPA, but it's not just looking at the numbers; it's drilling into the numbers, finding out hey, what works, what doesn't work, and then how do we improve on these processes? That's why the pro formers are super important. So, cash flow budget, net worth statement, break even analysis; these are uh, important pro formers that you're going to want to draft for your business plan. The next section of your business plan is the strategic section. And within the strategic section, you will have what's called a strategic plan. And again, a strategic plan is very comprehensive. And I could spend hours speaking about a strategic plan alone. But just know within your strategic plan, you're going to want to you'll want to create goals and benchmarks of the long-term vision of your business and then also the short-term vision of your business, right? Where do you see your business a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, right? But what needs to happen today? What what needs to happen every day, not just today? What are the daily routine items that need to happen today so that we can get to that goal? And That is why it's very important to design. It's called an action tracker matrix. It's on my website. If you go onto my website, myelevatesolutions.com, and you go up to the calculators tab and you drill down, you can see the cash flow budgets there, the net worth statements there, your fire calculations are there. There's also an action tracker matrix. Now, an action tracker matrix just keeps you accountable for the items that need to be done every single day, the high priority items that need to be done every single day, right? So in living a fire lifestyle, for me personally, yours may not look like mine, but what I've done on the website is I've shared mine. I've shared what my daily schedule looks like. I've shared what my priority items are every single day. What you see on that what you see on that matrix are items I do every single day or pretty much close to every single day right? Those are the short-term, those are the short-term tasks that need to be done to reach the long-term vision of my business. And these are all part of a strategic plan, right? So the action tracker matrix is the daily routine that goes into, it's the daily routine section of your strategic plan. And the daily routine section will essentially determine where you are in a week, in a month, in a year, five years, 10 years. So that's why it's important. This needs to be involved in the strategic plan. The last but not least section of your business plan is the systems plan. And again, a systems plan is it's very comprehensive. So what type of systems does your business have? And when I say systems, I break it down to three different types of systems. There's hard systems, soft systems, and information systems. When I say hard systems, what do I mean? I mean, what are the hard systems within your business? Your laptop, uh, the software on your laptop, right? Your printer that prints and scans, uh, your QuickBooks software, 
right? Your Google Docs, uh, your website. These are all hard systems that are already built into your business. Right? When I say the soft systems, I say, what do I mean? I'm talking about like with your website, uh, what's a, what's the system that, that, that takes place for a sale to occur? Well, first one, the content needs to be viewed. Two, action is taken by somebody essentially clicking on the link. And then three, item is purchased, right? So it's important to have these soft systems for sales, for completing tasks, getting things done within your business. And the last information systems, uh, what I'm talking about is, you know, what can you, what type of information can you look at so that you have more information to make better decisions for your business, right? For your website, is it the website traffic, the sales conversions, What's the average dollar value of your customer? What's the customer lifetime value, right? Emails, messages, you know, how many appointments were scheduled? Uh, how many consultations did you do? Uh, you know, how many products or solutions were sold? These are all different types of information systems that are included in your systems plan, right? So that's... That's the short of designing a business plan. So I know that sounds like a lot, but really when you put some thought behind this and you can identify these items in your business, it'll just make you know the day-to-day operations of your business that much more simple. Because like I said, you'll know where to focus your resources and your time and your employees' time. Uh, and your, uh, if you're outsourcing to a virtual assistant, their time, you'll know what to delegate. And you'll be better equipped to make decision, decisions for your business that will essentially affect the outcome of your business, whether or not it grows, whether or not it's profitable, whether or not customers, clients keep coming back. They enjoy your brand. They enjoy your products and your service. So what I mean by business plan, that's a business plan in a nutshell. Like I said, I could spend half a day going and diving into the the deeper parts of, of each section. But just know, your business plan is going to have a mission statement, business development, a management summary, marketing, organizational, pro formas, strategic, and systems. And you're going to want to spend some time defining each of these sections of your business plan. So once you get all that information, then you can apply it to your passion business. Like I said, if, if all the stars align, you're going to say, hey, cool, let's go ahead and let's let's run it, right? Send it. Let's start this business. Let's go do this thing. And, uh, and then you're off to the races and you're taking the first step towards building a fire lifestyle. So glad you guys all followed along. Uh, that's it for now. I'm going to end the podcast for now. Hey, if you guys haven't gone to the website uh, on the commercial there, uh, I talked about the ebook, How to Fire Your Boss. It's a book about financial independence, retire early. It's really a good deal. It's, it's pay what you want. It's priced normally at $99. There's a lot of good, there's a lot of good content in there. There's a lot of value in there. It's priced at $99, but right now you can pay what you want. So go check that out. Hopefully you got the, the, uh, correct, um, uh, web address. 
in the commercial there. If not, track back and you can check it out. So thank you all for listening and, um, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to the Fire Podcast. We really do hope you found a ton of beneficial information that you can apply to your fire lifestyle journey. We are behind the scenes working very hard to release gem after gem. So make sure you hit that like button and smash that subscribe button so that you will be notified as soon as new episodes are released on the weekly. Check out our link tree in the description below and follow us on social media. Also, visit our website, www.myelevatesolutions.com. That's www.myelevatesolutions.com for all of our latest fire content to your fire lifestyle.